kind of sort of projected this message that you don't care right. if people exploit and kill animals. You know, I, I consider that the, the worst video or piece of content that I've made in my life. We're at the vegan camp out. We've got John Venus here. This is actually the Carb Strong cast. I thought that would might, might be a good name for this. But you're one of the first guests that I'll have on here for today. We're going to try to roll out a few guests today. But have you been? Good, man. Yeah. Very good, very good. Um, especially today. I've been getting a lot of cardio done. Just yeah. ran, you know, 30 minutes to get here to the podcast. Couldn't miss a chance <laughs> and an opportunity to do a podcast with you, man. You look like you've been running, which is good. <laughs> Keeping the fitness up. Trying. <laughs> so um, just for people who might be following me uh, that haven't heard of you, can you give a little outline of what you do? Yeah, of course. Uh, so my name is John Venus. Uh, I do social media. So I consider myself some sort of public figure for lack of a better term. Uh, I do Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and I focus on spreading uh, the vegan lifestyle through health, fitness, and you know my own kind of way of yeah. doing things that you know helps people achieve their goals in a sustainable and easy way yeah interesting because we have very different ways of uh promoting the message 100 percent. yeah 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 talk a I little mean, bit about that yeah no i you know i always tell people that i consider myself an activist even though my way of activism is very different from someone like yourself yeah where you know you're going on the field you know showing doing the hard work you know the 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 stuff that most vegans wouldn't want to do because it's it's heartbreaking right mm. so what i do is a little bit of a different spin to it so what i try to do is lead by you know example in terms of you know taking care of my own health uh you know staying active uh and focusing on you know not only physical health but mental health mm. and trying to you know make it so that people understand that being vegan is not only you know healthy but it brings so much fulfillment yeah. uh, into your life because a lot of times you're living way more in alignment with your values than you were when you're eating meat and animal products yeah it's an interesting approach and it's more i guess it's not as direct it's right. more leading by example and you your physical appearance is a very big fo billboard for advocacy too Yes, no, 100%. I try to do my best, you know, hit the gym, you know, show what's possible. Uh, you know, a lot of people have the huge misconception that a plant-based diet is insufficient for mm. building muscle, that it doesn't have the essential uh, amino acids and, you know, what, like it doesn't have the nutrients that allow you to thrive, right? So um, that's what I focus on. I try to promote this message. I've been doing it for five years mm. and, you know, still get a lot of doubters. And, yeah. uh, you know, every day is the same thing. Got to de debunk the protein myth every single day. Still at it yeah. five years later. And, but it's a pleasure, man. It's a happy, I'm really happy to do that. Yeah, it's amazing. And we need people like you to, dis to dispel those myths. So you would get, come up with your fair share of criticism. So right. what are some of those criticism, uh, criticisms and how do you answer it? Yeah, so I, I'd say the, the main criticism is because people think that it's not possible to build muscle or to optimize your health on a vegan diet, the main criticism is that I'm cheating, yeah. that I'm uh, either eating meat on the down low or that I'm injecting myself with exogenous testosterone or something like mm -hmm. that. So that is like the main thing that has been kind of a recurring theme over the past five years. Uh, apart from that, it's, it's all the, 
the, the the regular you know nutrients you know you can't get you know enough dha you can't get enough iron uh bioavailable protein calcium that kind of stuff yeah so it's just about making the content and explaining how easy this actually is by showing what i'm eating in a day showing all my meals everything that i do yep i probably have like 200 what i eat in a day videos yeah showing step by step exactly how i do everything and uh yeah i mean it's it's not a problem at all it's actually been easier for me after switching to a plant-based diet to optimize my health and progress to the gym and yeah just feeling better than ever right now yeah you look healthy and you look strong and you're still just as big and you know even though you so you've had a a stretch where you haven't been able to train as consistently yes still maintaining your muscle mass you haven't wasted away yeah. if anyone's hearing background noise that's because we're coming live from the the camp out for anyone who's mm -hmm. listening and if there's any doors opening and closing sorry for that but let's just address this steroid issue because it's right. very interesting to me if you let's just say you took steroids and you ate, ate a diet that didn't contain enough amino acids to say you're eating refined sugar and you didn't have the building blocks to build muscle mm -hmm. like even if you were taking steroids you yeah. wouldn't see results so doesn't right. that that actually prove that a vegan diet would have a like, i'm not saying you're on steroids but mm -hmm. let's just say someone were yeah that it proves that a vegan diet has sufficient amount of protein for even yeah. someone who's on steroids to build that much muscle yeah. so it kind of reinforces the po point that vegan diets have enough protein yeah i think so too and um you know the thing is that as long as you're getting enough calories yeah you're gonna you know you're gonna really struggle not to get enough protein i, I don't think it's possible not it's to get enough so protein if you're up. eating enough calories right i've got to so. actually be careful that i don't get too much protein because right. sometimes it's like up to 200 grams 220 wow. grams because <laughs> i'm eating oat bran it's super high in yeah. protein and then i'm eating these like soya substitutes and it's like right. wow that's a little bit too much so yeah no it's very easy nowadays to go overboard on protein yeah <clears throat> and i don't think there is you know hard evidence or you know like there isn't a amount that is optimal uh, that we know of currently and i think that it's it also varies a lot from person to person mm -hmm. depending on um you know their lifestyle and many other factors like sleep stress whatever so you know it, it's just not an issue man like it's never been an issue so what is it people just looking for a reason like they're like oh it has to be steroids it right. has to be he's sneaking in meat and eggs on, on the yeah. back well on the it's, it's the easiest thing to do right because the, the matter of fact the fact is that people don't want to question their own way of living they don't want to question their own beliefs they've been growing up for however long they've been living mm -hmm. uh believing a certain thing and doing things a certain way and it's really ch like very very hard to change that mm -hmm. like making a big lifestyle change is very difficult for people so i, I think it just comes down to people not wanting to look at uncomfortable things mm -hmm. for example the um, environmental issues yeah. related to the animal industry uh, all the um, you know pollution and you know uh, greenhouse gas emissions uh, the health research that is coming out uh -huh. um, you know proving uh, day uh, day after day that uh, things like red meat is uh, car carcinogen so <clears throat> these things are just like the evidence is building up but it's a lot easier to ignore it right yeah. because it's much easier just to uh feel happy and comfortable rather than stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something completely different uh it, it, re it requires a, a level of courage and it requires uh you know a lot of self-confidence not to allow other people to judge you for making a big change like that yeah. so a fear of judgment i think is also one of the biggest things that keeps people from even wanting to look at this stuff yeah 
And I guess you're like a walking billboard that challenges their belief system. So they're looking for this excuse. No, no, it has to be this. Yeah. It has to be that. It can't be that you can, you know, live perfectly healthily uh, and build muscle as a vegan without hurting animals and the environment. And it's perfectly fine for your health if you plan your diet correctly. So let's talk a little bit more about advocacy. And yep. um, you come under some fire recently, and we we should talk, we should really talk about that because oh, obviously I have an ethical vegan ch uh, yep. channel, and I'm an animal rights activist, so yep. I focus on justice and the, the the rights being taken away from animals and yep. all the ethical implications of eating animal products. I've recently started doing some training, and you know I do. Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> I eat. Uh, thank you. I do uh, eat predominantly whole foods because I feel it's good to be a, a shining example as yep. well. I focus on animal rights. You you made a video. Probably wasn't as well thought out as maybe it could have been, and maybe it came across in a way that yeah. it's kind of you, you kind of sort of projected this message that you don't care right. if people exploit and kill animals. But right. I know you personally. I yeah. think you went vegan because after watching Earthlings. Yeah. And can you just explain yourself for those viewers who are a little bit still a little bit confused about that? Oh, a hundred percent. You know, I, I consider that the the worst video or piece of content that I've made in my life, the most spontaneous. Yeah. And to give a little context, um, I injured my back. I have a herniated disc. Yeah. Uh, so that happened exactly a year ago. Yeah. And I, I've never struggled with any, like I've never had a single injury in my life. So it was very difficult not to be able to do the things that I always love doing right like mm -hmm. I, I always depend on physical activity moving walking hiking and I couldn't do any of that so uh, obviously my because I never experienced this this was a little bit of a turbulent time for me and yep. uh, I didn't I wasn't in a you know the most positive mindset yep. and it was also at the time um, uh, when I made this video it was also at the time when a lot of uh, bigger vegan influencers were uh, saying that the diet didn't work for them yeah. and they quit the vegan diet and a lot of them you know I've built relationships with over the years and we become friends so for me it was at the same time as I was struggling with my own stuff I was really struggling um, and taking other people's um, problems into my own hands and seeing how my friends were under attack and um, you know th they got a lot of bullying and that kind of stuff I fully understand and I appreciate and think it's right to criticize people for spreading misinformation. But what I was seeing and focusing on too much was the negativity and, and the, the more of an exaggerated uh, way of attacking uh, an individual rather yeah. than looking at the positive side of things. Um, so I made a video like super spontaneously. I went to the gym. I felt my back hurt. I was like, screw this. I'm going home. I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about this thing yeah. and it didn't come out <laughs> very well at all. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, um, I've been doing this for five years. My message has always been consistent. I've been um, promoting the same thing over and over again. I've never wavered. I watched Earthlings, like you said, went vegan overnight, never looked back five years ago. So my my the people who have followed my journey for a long time i feel like they understood it but because of how poorly i worded everything yeah and how you know emotional i was when i made that video a lot of people you know really thought that i was coming from a very dark place and a very anti-activist anti-vegan uh place so and i fully understand that me like when i look back at the video i'm like man how the hell did i even do that yeah. But you know, when you're a social media influencer, I've 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 posted over probably like three to five thousand uh, three to five thousand times, I believe. Yep. 
uh, and I've never had a post like that, right? But you know, eventually, you know, something's gonna go wrong. You're gonna say something bad. You're yeah. gonna mess up, and I take full responsibility for that. But uh, my message, my vision, my my goals are still the same, yeah. and they're never gonna change. Yeah, that's uh, interesting, and uh, you did cop a lot of heat for that. And I, as an you know social media influencer, you could call me now myself. I know sometimes things don't come out the way you mean them. Yeah. It was just, just such a shame that picked up so much traction. You didn't have time to so reevaluate, yeah. <laughs> reevaluate what you meant. Yeah. I honestly, in my heart, knew that you do care about what happens to animals, oh, and you know, it's just that you've chosen this way of spreading the message, and yeah. you, your advocacy style is unique, and yeah. you're less, you know, uh, sort of I wouldn't say aggressive. You're just less direct right. with the ethical thing. You're more, yeah. hey this is what I'm doing, you know, and I, I appreciate that. We need that because some yeah. people, I'm just going to turn them straight over to you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that Joey guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that's fine. And I, I'm glad that um, you're back on your feet and you're still back at it, you know, because a lot of people can take that hit and then they can just give up. But it seems like there's something more driving you than just social media. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. The most important thing I think when you think about criticism the most important thing for me personally is that I know my intentions. I know what my intent is and I know in my heart that it's good and yeah. I'm doing everything for the right reasons. And as long as I know that and my closest friends and family know that, that's I'm happy. And, uh, you know, I think the truth and my intentions will reveal themselves yeah. eventually. And, you know, it doesn't matter what people think um, in terms of it's not going to, you know, get me down or discourage me from yep. doing things. Uh, it's... I'm going to take the criticism and the feedback and uh, learn from it and, you know, do some self-reflection and try to understand the situation better. Um, but it's never going to stop me. Because let's face it, if you didn't have these values in your heart, you could have gone ex-vegan carnival <laughs> ages ago and got millions and millions of views <laughs> and sold millions and millions of programs. And, you know, but you've obviously got your values aligning with what you do. That's why yeah. you're not going to budge on that. But, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like, you know, the, the, the thing is, media you know this is how it works right like drama sells yeah. and you know people want to make blog posts about you know dramatic or um you know controversial controversial things so yeah. i understand that you know i've been doing this for five years uh you know very consistently talking a lot about you know the vegan lifestyle and even the ethical side of things yeah. my, my choices for being vegan and those you know main websites never picked up on any of that but the, the second i do something bad or you know say something that is you know controversial and maybe not so positive you know it sells right so people jump on that and then you know other people without the full context get on it and then you know there's there's this whole mis misinformation and it's almost like when you got a platform people are waiting for you to slip up just yeah, waiting that's how it for is, man. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah and a lot of people aren't as when they see some because you have a successful platform and you know you you've ha experienced a lot of growth and sometimes people see that and it's sort of that sh that light sort of hurts their eyes and they yeah. don't, they're, they're waiting for you to mess up so he's yeah. got to mess up he can't be that perfect look at those muscles damn <laughs> yeah i mean I, th I think that's just uh part of human nature and yeah. i don't there's there's no way around it it's just taking dealing with it basically yeah. you know just doing the best out of the situation yeah and i guess it's hard for people who haven't met the man behind the camera i've met you we trained i know why you went vegan and you know that's why i just reached out to you personally i made a little post just to remind you about some of the ethical things that you've said i made a, yeah. a pretty cool video you should check it out on my channel it, uh, it turned out amazing so i know all that about you yeah. so it was just 
you know, something that wasn't well thought out and it come across oh, like 100%. that. Oh, 100%. But I'm so glad that you address it and, you know, you don't try to hide from it because it's... Me, my whole persona is one of a mistake, the right. massive mistakes that I've made yeah. and have being accountable and, you know, learning from them. And that's how, how I got here today. I used to be a gang member, violent. Right. I've been violent towards people and I let... Uh, people know that I'm advocating to. Yeah. I was a violent gang member at one stage, yeah. and now uh, and I, I, I saw the, the the harm that I was causing, and I stopped. And now I'm sober, and now I try to help animals. Mm-hmm. Don't try to use my past against me. Yeah. I've already, you know, I've already reconciled that mm. mistake, and I think that's huge part of learning and evolving. Yeah. Yeah. No. And uh, you know, I, I paid attention to when you were going through similar things, but. Mm. Uh, from the you know the the, the traditional media side of things, yeah. where you were being under attack. Uh, yeah. Uh, by farmers and you know news media and all that kind of stuff and you know it, it didn't seem to affect you at all because you know you also know what your mission is and you're mm. focused on that and of course you're not going to let other people's opinion change your values or your mission mm. so it's yeah it's been inspiring to see how strong you were mentally as well through those times and i i'm sure you inspired a lot of people to you know stick with their guns yeah and it was i didn't show really show how tough it was but right. it felt like my whole personal life was being ran through with a fine tooth comb and they were going through my old mental health records or mm-hmm. my police records and i was just i felt really sort of you know under attack and insecure about that yeah. but then i always whenever i feel like that i'm like well wait a second like i always look at it from the animal's perspective and who yeah. i'm speaking for and my life is always a million times better than theirs so it just right. keeps me going and if you don't have that driving you forward i think you're just going to give up yeah that's an amazing perspective yeah, yeah. i i also try to like gratitude um gratitude. you know l- yeah. lead the way and yeah it seems like you've also done the same power it's, of gratitude is yeah. amazing uh and, and because i'm pulling myself outside of such a dark life mm-hmm. i kiss the ground every day i'm like I'm, i could be in prison i could be yeah. dead i could be an addict i could have you know i could be having this transformation while i'm sitting in a prison cell and how bad would that be yeah. so i'm always grateful and gratitude is something that gives you perspective doesn't it yeah no 100 percent. yeah so let's talk about um training yeah sure and diet and what can people do if they're struggling to build muscle or where do they start where would they start let's say okay i've gone vegan i want to build some muscle Mm -hmm. i want to maintain the muscle that i've got let's start with building muscle as a vegan from oh my god they're getting (laughs) rained on here i thought there was an apocalypse or something check this out (laughs) wow oh no luckily (laughs) luckily we're in the podcast studio (laughs) Oh, God, I feel wow. so bad. <laughs> I'm so let's, glad I wasn't running when this happened. <laughs> let some people in, shall we? Shall we let some people in? Yeah, come on. Oh, but then they'll be speaking over the podcast, maybe. Yeah, okay, I'm true. sorry. I just feel really bad. <laughs> anyway, people are getting rained on for those of you who are listening. But... Oh, <laughs> wow. oh my God, poor, poor guys. Why don't they go in that door? Go in that door. <laughs> it's blocked. Oh. Oh, yeah, everyone's stuck there. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we'll try to keep this going. <laughs> but anyway, from the, from the base, let's go. Base mm-hmm. level training and diet, what do I do? So it's, it's important to realize where you're starting from, right? If, you're, if you've never touched weights in your life, if you've never been an active person in your life, if you just you know, sit inside and play video games or you've had a sedentary job your whole life, it's very important to take it slow yeah. and to make sure that you 
don't get too excited about the you know the whole process because a lot of times people will jump into it and just go all out yeah. this, ha this happens all the time it's one of the most common mistakes that i see with my clients is people going too hard they yep. injured themselves um they you know and obviously when you injure yourself you're setting yourself back very very like a very long time so it's really important not to go too hard it's important for training it's important to educate yourself on youtube on other social media platforms blogs or you know hire a personal trainer to make sure that you're doing the exercises properly because yeah. form and technique when you're doing like when you're lifting weights is the most important thing the amount of weights that you lift is secondary yeah and the amount of reps that you do is also secondary so you always have to focus on technique and once you got the technique down then you can focus on the principle of progressive overload right which is adding more volume and adding more weights to each exercise over the you know a period of time yeah. yeah and how do you know when to add more weight well when uh let's say you you have a goal of doing three sets uh, of the bench press for 10 reps yep and you know if if you're doing the set and you get to the 10th rep easily or you're not you know almost failing at the 10th rep or the last rep uh, you know, if, if, if it's too easy, then you just go for either for 11 or 12 reps or you increase the weight so that the 10th rep is more challenging. Yeah. 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 So if it becomes too easy, you're not pushing hard enough, you know that you got to increase the weight. Yes. Yeah, so and this is a mistake that a lot of people yeah. do. They don't actually realize that they have to progress over, yeah. over time. They just keep doing the same weights um, and they don't see the results. And obviously you have to stress the muscles uh, in different ways and put more and more stress on their muscles if you want you know them to, to get stronger and get stronger and you know what i just come out of, i was cutting for a little while and yeah. my strength went to crap and then yeah. i started to, i increased my calories now on 2800 i'm probably going to bump it back nice. up to 3000 but i i'm doing this five for five thing so okay. i'm just like doing five reps yeah and i found that like just lifting as heavy as i can for five reps yeah within a few weeks i was increasing my weight so much it was like the strength was coming like i think it might have been calories and the weight increase 100%. but yeah. how quickly can you have strength gains like that if you're a base level guy it depends how experienced you are so yeah. if you've taken a break from lifting and you yeah. jump right back into it you can you know there's muscle memory and you you're able to get that progress that you lost back pretty quickly yeah and if you're a new beginner as well your strength will shoot up like crazy yeah um, no matter how old you are no matter if you're uh you know a guy or a girl you're gonna experience a lot of strength gains and muscle gains as well if you're very new to the gym you're gonna experience a lot of muscle gains in the first six to six months to a year uh or two years of training and then it's obviously gonna slow down because otherwise everyone will <laughs> be walking around yeah. like you know giants um so yeah it's just those are the simple like it's it's very simple it's just progressive overload yep. and uh, consistency right yeah but m even more important not yeah just as important in training maybe even more important is the nutrition right you gotta yeah. make sure that you're getting enough calories like you're saying yeah because if you're doing five by five and you're eating 1800 calories there is no way you're gonna progress you're gonna get weaker over yeah. time yeah and this is something that everyone experiences when they go on a bodybuilding prep or uh, they try to cut down for a photo shoot or for their wedding or something. It always happens. Your muscle mass will decrease and your strength will decrease even more. Yeah. It's really hard to keep that strength when you're trying to lose weight. It's possible, but it requires a lot of experience and knowledge of how to do it. Yep. And basically not, it, it requires you not to go 
too far under your maintenance calories. Yeah. Um, you want to stay as close to your maintenance calories or how much food you need to maintain your current body weight as possible. Um, and then I always recommend people to increase their daily activity before decreasing the calories. Yeah, so just adding in a few walks a week or a little yeah. bit of cardio once or twice a week, you reckon? And instead of making, you know, some people just go full balls to the wall straight away, go yeah. drop down to <laughs> 1,800 calories, increase cardio every yeah. day, and then just Been burn there. out and die. <laughs> yeah. Been there. I think yeah. everyone goes through those mistakes and, you know, you learn over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So... Um, We've talked about nutrition input. You focus on predominantly whole foods, plant-based yeah. diet, lots yeah. of antioxidant-rich foods and macronutrients. Are they that important? Like the profile of those? Uh, you know, I've I've through the years of working with people and trying different things, it doesn't seem like there is a correct macronutrient split to follow, and it really does seem like there is a lot of individual. Um, you know variation so yeah. people need different things I know people who have you know tried high carb lower fats for a very long time and and they didn't see the results that they were looking after and as soon as they bump up their fat intake they see progress so some people can do amazing on lower amounts of fat some people can do amazing on lower amounts of protein and then yeah. some people just need more of those things so it's it's you know and I always tell people that it's not a sustainable way of thinking about this to just be try to be a rocket scientist and calculate every macro and calorie and that kind of stuff. The goal is ultimately to intuitively eat, right? That is yeah. how we're meant to eat. Yeah. Um, but it's tracking and and knowing what calories uh, or and macro uh, certain foods have is definitely going to help you understand, you know, your body better. And then from there, you can definitely progress to more intuitive uh style of eating the intuitive eating is hard when the environment is set up to like (laughs) with these hyper palatable foods it's like intuitively eat vegan brownies i'm like okay (laughs) ten thousand calories later so if you i think like if you're focusing on the whole food starches and you can pretty much get it close as what your body will need but then there's a problem with under eating with so if you're eating calorie dilute foods Mm -hmm. and then you eat intuitively you might be full and you might not have enough calories too so it's a bit of a balance yeah. yeah, and this is something that I see as a recurring theme as well for these influencers and just people in general who yeah. claim that the vegan diet has failed them, right? When you analyze their day of eating videos, you see that they're smashing in the greens and the salad bowls and, and the vegetables, and they're not getting you know enough complex carbohydrates, they're not getting enough yeah. protein, and, and a lot of times they are you know under 5 or 10% uh, of their calories coming from fats as well. So... Um, it's it's it really seems that a lot of people focus on like you know they 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 go to a vegan lifestyle to lose weight as quickly as possible yeah. and that is a uh, something that i've seen so often and obviously you, it's not going to be healthy for you to eat 1000 calories of lettuce no. and spinach so no. you, you got to get all those you know healthy protein and, and when and, you ask someone okay like i had no energy I was like, how much were you eating i would well, i don't know i said yeah. were you tracking what you were eating right no, I think it's important like when people first go from like a calorie dense diet right, to right. like a whole foods plant based diet to, to track the calorie density mm-hmm. of food. Yeah, no, 100%. Some people need to, some people don't, you know, yeah. it, it really depends what kind of diet you're switching from, right? Yep. If you're switching from a Western diet, uh, very junk food processed diet, then 
it definitely is a good idea to track and make sure that you're getting enough calories. Yeah, 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 definitely. So we've we talked a little bit about nutrition. Don't overthink the training. Just progressive overload and make sure you get your technique down pat. Mm -hmm. Focus on whole foods. Consistency. Macro, yeah. Consistency. Your <laughs> macro profile. You might feel better on a bit more fat, a bit more protein. Just yeah. don't go overboard with the proteins yeah. and you make sure you're you're sensitive. But always get your carbs in. Always get your carbs <laughs> in. That's the most important part yeah. for training. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> Let's talk about mental health because I'm a mental health advocate. I suffered mental health problems throughout my drug addiction and throughout my gang life and mm -hmm. I've recently been in PTSD therapy for the last year which has been amazing I didn't oh. know I suffered from PTSD but yep. apparently being in gangs for nearly 10 years is <laughs> bad for your mental state so Makes sense. <laughs> but let's talk about because this is your forte let's talk about the uh, how powerful exercise program is for mental health and anxiety and things like that yeah. Well, first of all, I want to say that I'm no expert in the field at all. No. Uh, everything that I talk personal about is experience. just through personal experience yeah. and through coaching other people. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, getting outside, getting fresh air, walking, just moving your body is, is obviously going to like it, it, I don't know anyone who has experienced negative effects from uh, moving their bodies more. Right. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what it is like, you know, what the chemical you know, processes that yeah. allows us to happen and, and, you know, for us to feel better when we exercise. But it's very obvious uh, for anyone who's done it that they feel better. Yeah. And it's just about, you know, creating the habit, you know, of, of switching from a sedentary life to a more active life. Yeah. And that is, you know, a challenging thing to do because people have their schedules, people have their families, yeah. they have two jobs. It's, it's really hard to change and, and get time to, to move. But there is always a hack. There is always a way to do things. You can always take the stairs in, instead of the elevator. You can always you know, walk your dog for another, you know, 15 minutes extra or something, or just do like a, a home circuit workout where you do a high intensity interval training type workout yeah. where you burn quite a lot of calories in the span of 10 to 15 minutes. It's much better than doing nothing and stretching, you know, doing yoga, yeah. everything helps any activity. Yeah. Amazing. And how do you, how long have you been training for? Uh, seven years now. So yeah. how do you stay dedicated and motivated to train even when you're not feeling the best? And um, I, th I think similar to you, like I always think about what I'm trying to do, like what my mission is. Yeah. And again, I just think about all the animals that are going through what they're going through and the, the message that I'm trying to spread. I, I hold myself accountable by thinking about, you know, my actions having a positive impact on these, you know, living beings that need our help the most mm -hmm. and the environment and obviously like you know uh, like helping other people is a huge passion of mine like i'm a huge uh fan of people and try yeah. to help them as much as possible uh you know mentally physically all that kind of stuff so i don't know man it's just thinking about the bigger picture yeah and of course there are days and months even where i i don't feel motivated but i still go the workouts are not going to be as good you're gonna yep. you know you're not going to be as strong um but it's just about persisting through those hard times and once you do that enough times, you're, you're just, you know, set for success. Like you're not going to all of a sudden, you know, after you've done it for a couple of years, you're not all, all of a sudden going to become a couch potato and just eat chips ahoy and Oreos all day. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a high level, uh, level of expectation you have to uphold seeing as you're obviously a vegan bodybuilder and you've got a large platform and, you know, come under a lot of fire and criticism and there's the, uh, you know, the the carnival movement is coming along pretty, <laughs> you know, funny, like quickly and, you know, they probably get there, you know, so I feel like, do you feel like there's another level of expectation if you're a vegan athlete than just normal athletes? I would say so. Yeah. Um, I don't feel any extra pressure myself, but yeah. I do know other people who do and it's understandable, right? Because yeah. your life, 
and your diet is under a microscope yeah. and people is go they're gonna try to find faults everywhere so i understand how people feel extra amounts of pressure um but i just try to just remember that i'm doing this you know for you know something bigger than myself yeah and i started with absolutely no one paying attention to what i'm doing yeah. and you know if i did it then there is no reason why i can't do it now yeah. and i i just try to block out the the negative feedback or you know the the you know carnivore comments or whatever yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah. try to focus on the bigger picture yeah that's, that's all yeah and if you do you feel like you might have given up if you didn't have something else driving you something else like uh like it's the bigger picture driving you forwards i mean i w if i didn't have this bigger picture i'm yeah, sure i would have like another bigger picture like you know may a lot of people do it just for themselves like for their own health and and for you know whatever else right so i would say it's more difficult to do something to this extent if you don't have you know a a strong why yeah. and a reason to do it yep um so yeah definitely I, what i always tell people is to try to connect their deepest values to what they want to achieve right so yeah. if you want to you know if, if your deepest value is your family and you and you know stay around your kids and your grandkids and uh yep. just just be a family man how can you connect health and fitness to that well you can obviously make the case that health being healthy and eating you know whole plant foods and staying active is going to allow you to play soccer or football with your kids mm -hmm. uh it's going to allow you to stay uh you know around your grandkids uh for a lot longer than if you didn't right so there's always a way to connect your values with your actions that's what i try to tell people yeah yeah that's amazing because i feel like for myself if i didn't have this purpose driving me forward i, I would not be anywhere near as dedicated and get up every morning and just yeah. keep going and going yeah. and going and uh, sort of against all adversity and I feel like the adversity needs to be there to it kind of builds character and it helps mm -hmm. you, you know, it helps you grow and evolve. And I, I feel like it's a very character building position to be in when you have a large platform and you also have a lot of responsibility, the way you act, the things you say, yeah. and because you'll be held publicly accountable for yeah. those things and you'll definitely know about it. Yeah. So that level of responsibility and that pressure, mm -hmm. um, have you ever felt like, or like, have you ever gone like gone to struggle town with all of that? Um, apart from the time where I was, I, I don't, I want, I don't want to call it depression or anything like that yeah. because I've never experienced, um, you know, depression. So I don't exactly know what it feels like. But apart from that time when I was injured and when I made that video in a bad yeah. state of mind, I've never, you know, felt any pressure at all. Yeah. Um, you know, to to prove anyone wrong i'm just doing yep. it for me for my family yep. and um and for the animals and the yep. environment yeah that's all i think about I, I just block out everything else and just stay on my path that's and good. it doesn't matter what's on my way i know i'm gonna persist through it because you know that's that's you know the my my life mission that i kind of decided that i was gonna embark on five years ago it's even stronger than it was all the way back then so yeah, I just don't waver, yeah. That's epic because you need... Uh, what I'm trying to get out of you is your mindset. Right. You need that focus because a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. They can't have that platform. They can't have that right. criticism and they can't stay motivated and dedicated every day. Yeah, I, I think, like you said, it, it requires you to go through certain experiences yeah. and learn from them. Yeah. And I think whether it's like just DNA or, or, or circumstance environments, yep. uh, the way I was parented, whatever the reason is, um, somehow I've been allowed to look at, you know, adversity from a different perspective than yep. a lot of people. 
And obviously through getting feedback and, and going through tougher times, I've just, you know, become stronger. And it's, it's about, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone again, right? You gotta, yeah. you gotta step out of your comfort zone to get criticism That's and it. people just fear criticism so much that they never do anything different than anyone else. Yeah. yeah. They don't, and they care so, there's like this big fear of public speaking because of the fear of what other people think, yeah. and that's what holds a lot of people yeah. back. Actually, that is one of my biggest fears that I, that I had, that I had to overcome in the last, um, you know, four years or something. I was, I was, I've always been terrified of public speaking. Yep. So yeah, the first speech that I did in, um, in a vegan event was, yeah, I was, I blacked out twice. <laughs> I, I, people said it was good. Obviously, they were, you know, trying to be nice. But yeah, like that taught me so much. Yep. I felt so nervous. I was, you know, so focused on people's uh, judgment of, of how good I was. Um, so yeah, like these things definitely help build uh, confidence over yep. time. Just, just, you know, having the courage to do thing, something that you know you're not great at, but yep. you know that if you do them, you're going to get better. Yeah. Feel the fear and do it anyway. That's yeah. what I say. And I feel like your comfort zone starts getting bigger and bigger and then you start to like even push yourself out of that. And all of a sudden you've got this new comfort zone and... Yeah, no, exactly. And w with public speaking, that's kind of how I feel now. Um, so, you know, before I couldn't speak in front of five people. Now I'm okay speaking. I still get a little bit nervous, but I, I can speak, you know, to a couple of hundred people without any issue or at least with a lot less issues than I, than I had before. So. And it's interesting if you're talking into the camera, you're actually talking to sometimes 100,000 people <laughs> at once, but yeah. you don't feel that same nervous yeah. tension. It's weird. Yeah. But we're going to cut you off there, John, and I really appreciate you taking the time, mate. And you're speaking later on here at the camp out, yeah? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much for having me on, man. It's been a it's been a pleasure. <laughs> messed that up last second. <laughs> you had to, you, yeah. Impeccable until the last moment. But thanks again, brother.